to Pro Healthy Heart Podcast. My name is Shalonda Peterson, and my goal for this podcast is to inspire others to live a healthier lifestyle spiritually, physically, and mentally. I will discuss topics on spiritual growth, health and fitness, and travel. I'm blessed to have a personal relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as well as by profession, I'm specialized in cardiology. My passion is to maintain a good spiritual and physical heart, which leads to inner peace and a healthier lifestyle. A week from today will be February the 1st, 2023. In February, it's American Heart Month, a time when the nation spotlights heart disease, the number one killer of Americans. President Lyndon B. Johnson, among the millions of people in the country who'd had heart attacks, issued the first proclamation in 1964. Since then, U.S. presidents have annually declared February American Heart Month. And I'm going to share a fun fact. Back in 1999, when I was in school for cardiovascular ultrasound, one of my instructors informed our class that she had been performing echoes since the 1960s. An echo as a profession had been birthed in the 1960s. So one of my classmates responded, What? So you old school? And the instructor responded, Heck yeah, and the original and proud of it. We all started laughing because she was blushing and did a pageant way. She was one of them feisty instructors And she shared story after story of her previous experiences working in cardiology in the hospital before she started teaching cardiovascular ultrasound. You guys, she was an amazing instructor. Although all people should be focusing on their cardiovascular health daily, throughout February, all organizations around the country focus on bringing greater attention to heart disease as a leading cause of death for Americans. As some of you may know, by profession, I'm a registered cardiac sonographer, also known as echocardiographer. I've been specialized in cardiology, specifically echo, for 22 years. And although I now have my own business brand, Pro Hefty Heart, I'm still active and stay involved in cardiology. Those of you who do not know what registered cardiac sonographers do, well, we're healthcare professionals specially trained to use imaging technology to help cardiologists diagnose heart problems in patients. Echocardiograms are highly complex studies that evaluate the internal anatomy of a heart to include heart valves, 
heart chambers, vessels, and blood flow analysis. The sonographer uses a variety of tools on the ultrasound machine to image various anatomical components used in multiple sites along the patient's chest to obtain this data. The data collected will reflect measurements related to heart wall thickness, chamber diameters, and blood flow velocities. This information is used to compile a comprehensive report of a patient's heart that cardiologists use to determine the function of the heart in specific disease states. This is the only test that is non-invasive, meaning that there is no entry into the body that would give a real-time view of the heart in action. And transthoracic echocardiogram is the test that all cardiac sonographers are trained to do independently. It is very skill-based and takes years of practice to become competent. There is a lot of hand-eye coordination that needs to be learned as you are manipulating a probe on a patient while viewing the image on the screen. Depending on the patient, images images can come easily or the sonographer needs to work hard to produce an image that the physician can use. The other option is to assist our cardiologists on procedures that require echocardiography that is not of the transthoracic variety. We do a type of echocardiogram with our physician with our physicians in which they insert a long flexible tube down a patient's throat to image the heart behind the esophagus. This is called transesophageal echocardiogram. This variant of the echocardiogram allows for superior imaging of the heart. And it's useful for patients who need open heart surgery to replace a heart valve, for example. Remember, as I stated above, the echocardiogram is the only test that allows real-time visualization of the beating heart. In an open heart surgery, the heart is stopped and the patient is on machines to continue the blood flow around the heart to maintain life. This allows the surgeon to fix a damaged heart valve. How this test is useful is that the surgeons can see what needs to be replaced before stopping the heart, and then they can see the replaced valve in action after they start the heart before the patient leaves the operating room. And it's common for the sonographer to bounce between these tests throughout their workday. You guys, people in this field work around seriously ill and dying patients, maybe more than others in the medical field. The tests that we do can literally save a person's life. Now, I am going to share a little knowledge about cardiovascular disease. 
Key factors. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death globally, both for men and women. One person dies every 34 seconds in the United States from cardiovascular disease. About 697,000 people in the United States died from heart disease in 2020. That's one in every five deaths. For those of you who do not know what cardiovascular disease is, well, it's a group of disorders of the heart and blood vessels. They include coronary heart disease, a disease of the blood vessels supplying the heart muscle. Then you have cerebrovascular disease, a disease of the blood vessels supplying the brain. And then you have peripheral arteria disease, a disease of blood vessels supplying the arms and legs. And then you have rheumatic heart disease. And this is damage to the heart muscle and heart valves from rheumatic fever caused by streptococcal bacteria. Then you have congenital heart disease, which is birth defects that affect the normal development and functioning of the heart caused by malfunctions of the heart structure from birth. And then you have deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolism, which are blood clots in the leg veins, which can dislodge and move to the heart and lungs. Heart attacks and strokes are usually acute events and are mainly caused by a blockage that prevents blood from flowing to the heart or brain. The most common reason for this is a buildup of fatty deposits on the inner walls of the blood vessels that supply the heart or brain. Strokes can be caused by bleeding from a blood vessel in the brain or from blood clots. The most important behavioral risk factors of heart disease and strokes are unhealthy diet, physical inactivity, tobacco use, and harmful use of alcohol. The effects of behavioral risk factors may show up in individuals as raised blood pressure, raised blood glucose, raised blood lipids, and overweight and obesity. These intermediate risk factors can be measured in primary care facilities and indicate an increased risk of heart attack, stroke, heart failure, and other complications. Cessation of tobacco use, reduction of salt in the diet, eating more fruit and vegetables, regular physical activity, and avoiding harmful use of alcohol have been shown to reduce the risk of have been shown to reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. There are also a number of underlying determinants of 
cardiovascular disease. These are a reflection of the major forces driving social, economic, and cultural change, globalization, urbanization, and population aging. Other determinants of cardiovascular disease include poverty, stress, and hereditary factors. I want to share a story tale. Let me first start off by sending a shout out to Alyssa, our youngest daughter. Alyssa is 19 years old and in school for a physician assistant. Words can't express the joy my husband Casey and I feel for our baby girl's accomplishments thus far. Big things are happening for her. She has an amazing team of mentors mentoring her during her journey to becoming a physician assistant. So listen, she is now also working in the hospital in the ER department. She told her dad and me that her first day of orientation in ER, not even five minutes into the start of her shift, her supervisor told her, we got a DOA. And she's, she was like, a DOA? And her supervisor responded, yes, dead on arrival. Alyssa said she was like, okay. She said that situation gave her the chills because not only was the person dead on arrival, but was 15 years old. She said after that case, there was another case where someone came in with a saw in their forehead, followed by two different people that was having a heart attack. She said it felt like she was on the set of an episode of Grey's Anatomy. And all this happened on her very first day of working in ER. I told her, I totally understand how she felt. And I shared with her a time when I first started working in cardiology. I was in the echo exam room and one of our cardiologists came in the room and told me that he had just entered a stat echo order on a patient that the ICU charge nurse had just called him about. So he told me he was going to ICU and he needed me to do the stat echo. So I grabbed the echo machine and we quickly walked over to ICU together. When we arrived, there were approximately seven staff members already in the patient's room working on the patient. So the charge nurse told everyone to make room for the cardiologist and me because we were there to do the echo. Once I started scanning the patient's heart, the cardiologist said to the patient's primary care physician who was standing near us watching, this does not look good. Basically, the patient had had a massive heart attack and it did affect their heart tremendously. In conclusion, you all, 
I cannot stress to you enough how important it is to start making the smallest changes that can bring amazing results that can impact your health in positive ways. Let me tell you, the conditions I've seen patients in who have heart disease is no joke. So believe me when I say healthy habits brings true lasting benefits. To lower your chances of getting heart disease, it's important to know your blood pressure. Having uncontrolled blood pressure can lead to heart disease. High blood pressure most of the time has no symptoms. So it's important to have your blood pressure checked regularly. Also, having uncontrolled diabetes raises your risk of heart disease. So talk to your doctor about being tested for diabetes. If you smoke, learn ways to quit. And if you don't smoke, don't start. Discuss checking your blood cholesterol and triglycerides with your doctor. Make healthy food choices. Add more fruits and vegetables to your diet. Increase your water intake. Exercise. Being overweight or obese raises your risk for heart disease. Manage stress levels by finding healthy ways to cope with stress. Like learn to meditate and limit how much alcohol you drink to the lowest amount possible. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and it can make a positive and effective impact in your life. Subscribe to this podcast, leave a review and share. I will be posting a podcast episode every second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Also, follow me on Instagram at ProHealthyHeart. Thank you for listening to ProHealthyHeart with your host, Sharonda Peterson. That's all for this episode.